0: And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is leather, the eco-friendly option. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or you can link one on Amazon Prime. Alright, so first and foremost, for those of you who haven't already, join our text message club by texting MURDY, M-U-R-D-Y, to 77222, that's MURDY, to 77222, that's M-U-R-D-Y, to 77222, to join our text message club, and uh, to get about hear about some cool things that may be going on, so... <clears throat> today we're talking about is leather the eco-friendly option. And this is a really controversial topic. There's a lot to it. And I actually, I wanted to address this because I've been getting some comments recently on a lot of our Instagram posts about a vegan option that I've kind of referenced in the past and is something that is hopefully coming down the pipeline soon. So I'll do a whole podcast on the vegan option. That might be Thursday. I'm waiting on some final samples um, from our, our cutting partners and I want to actually have them in hand before we really go ahead with it. But who knows, maybe by Thursday we'll be able to show it off on the podcast. But Today we're going to talk about leather, and what is leather, obviously, and what is leather, how do you get leather to be leather, and is it really eco- eco-friendly, is it, is it environmentally friendly? So, obviously, for those of you who don't know, we use made-in-USA leather. We have switched over the last while to uh, leather that is crafted and tanned in the United States of America. It's actually tanned locally. One of the reasons why we did that is that while even though the leather tanned in America is a lot more expensive and there's a lot fewer people that do it in America, it is has to follow the EPA regulations on environmental conscious, you know, waste disposable. Like, that's probably the right way to say it. Most of the leather that you interact with, just in general, is manufactured either in, uh, you know, China or in one of the you know, post-old Soviet bloc countries, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, things like that. Those are a lot of places where a lot of the leather comes from, so that part of the world. And part of the reason why, for those of you who are interested in kind of the economic theory of it all, is those, environment, those, those places don't have nearly the strict environmental re- regulations that we have in our country, so that the process of making leather, which can be very caustic and very dangerous depending on the chemicals you use, Is uh, it doesn't have as much of a problem there because they can just dump the chemicals. So part of the decision for us to go to Made in USA Leather was specifically because we knew that the the chemicals themselves were being treated in a responsible manner. And that was... You know a decision it's a little bit more expensive however the quality is better and we're able to maintain the quality locally and we're able to to work with the people that we're working with to be able to make sure that the leather is absolutely the best for what we're doing with it and is is really the top of the line so that has an advantage now i was actually sat down with our, our leather suppliers and i talked to them a little bit about our desire to make sure that we're not having an undue impact on the environment and and also an undue impact on the production of leather because Some of you know that some cows are actually grown specifically for their leather. That's not our leather, though. The leather that we use, that we come from our tanneries, has been specifically and explicitly bought up as waste from slaughterhouses that are in the Midwest. So, obviously, there's a lot of beef consumption in this country, and beef comes from cows. So, a lot of the hides, actually, let me phrase it, all of the hides that we use, that our tannery uses, come from places that would have otherwise thrown those hides in the landfill. Now obviously that's not a great thing right having them piled up in a landfill is is yet more trash and a lot of the times those hides themselves are actually uh, very they can be they can become dangerous due to the the fact that they're biological in nature so anything biological can grow bacteria and other things like that so this The hides that we use specifically are are sourced from slaughterhouses that would otherwise have sent them to the, the garbage, the trash heap, and then once they arrive at the tannery, there's a lot of factors that go into making them the best option they are. Now, if you haven't got a chance to tour a tannery, it's actually a very cool process. Tanning is something that's very old, almost as old as humanity itself. We've been tanning leather for a long time, and there's a lot of cool ways to do it. The modern methods of tanning leather are actually not that different than they were about a hundred years ago, to be honest. And the tanning process is actually very complicated science, if you're interested in how it works. You can go look it up, research it all. There's, there's a lot of details to it, but the reality is leather can come in all shapes, sizes, thicknesses, colors, colorations, patterns. There's, there's so many different directions to go with the raw material itself, and there's a lot of science that goes into making them that what they are. It's not unlike cooking, it's not unlike uh, manufacturing, really anything that requires a lot of you know, high accuracy in chemical manufacturing. So the hides come in, obviously, in their in their form. They're kind of their raw state. They get tumbled in drums. And then they get go through a wet blue process where they get injected with minerals to make sure that they kind of maintain that temper over time. We have ours chrome tanned with an oil finish and chrome tanned with a wax finish for our, our premium leathers. We also have for our onyx, because black is not the color that anything comes, we have them sanded down. There's actually a, a pigment layer that's applied, a resin layer that allows it to have that kind of perfect smooth layer that it has. So there's a couple of factors in the tannery itself that obviously change how the leather is, is created. Regardless of how it's created, for the most part, all leather is is chrome tanned because the chroming process allows for the leather itself to be heat resistant and uh, temperature stable as well as water stable. So where you have veg tan, which uses vegetable oils and things like that to tan the leather, that can be a great option. However, the leather itself is significantly more sensitive to humidity, temperature, getting wet, and anything like that. That'll cause it to shrink, expand all those other good things. And with, a, with an application like ours where there's precise tolerances and very high accurate cuts, we obviously can't have these things shrinking and expanding depending on the water. So we have ours chrome tanned. The advantage of chrome tanning is that it is a very, very, very stable tanning process. Once the leather is finished and it comes out of the the tannery, it's probably going to stay that way for a very long time. Now, it does break down. Everything breaks down over time. And it does break down faster than plastics. However, it is definitely definitely far more stable than its veg tan counterparts. Now, some people would say, well, you know, why use leather rather than using something like faux leather? Well, in contrast, faux leather is almost always some version of polyurethane which is a variation in plastics. Now, they require oil to produce, and while, yes, they don't have any involvement in animals, they actually generate a lot more waste in the long run, and that waste itself doesn't break down very quickly or very efficiently. It's one of the big problems, obviously, in the faux leather business, is that while it is good for the animals, it's not good for the environment. And this is another aspect I think that you have to kind of, when you're looking at decision making and obviously the bigger decisions that go into the process, what's the purpose here? What is it? What are our goals and how can we do it in such a way that, that it's sustainable? One of the advantages of leather, you know, be it a sad advantage, is that it's a living creature at some point so we can actually make more of them, right? There, there is a certain level of farmability. It's the same thing with trees. As long as we sustainably harvest those, we can continue to have them forever. Oil, plastics, things like that. Maybe not so much. Now, obviously, there are plastics that come from biological sources, corn oil and things like that, and those are absolutely great options. However, they still have the problem of they don't necessarily degrade quite as fast in some cases, but, you know, you can make your own decisions, of course. The other advantage of leather for us, and I think this is a real advantage that I I, I, I take pride in, is the journals we make are going to last as long as they're well cared for forever. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll last for a very long, long time. They're going to last for generations. And that's because in a stable form like this, leather is is very, very, very long-lasting. Obviously, I would recommend using things like conditioners over time to bring back some of that shine and infuse some of those oils back into the leather, but even if you didn't do that, the leather would would last for a very long time. So, rather than buying cheap, you know, flimsy journals with plastic covers, you can buy, and then throwing them out after a month, you can buy higher quality journals, last a lot longer they are easier to, you know, continue to replace the recyclable parts if you so choose. And you also get the added benefit of rather than using cheap plastic notebooks, you actually use a nice leather notebook. So there are some advantages to it as well. Now, when I talk about the vegan alternative that we're working on developing, I'll, I'll give you guys some more details about what that means and why we're trying to use similar, you know, eco-conscious decision-making when we when we work in bringing that on and what the decision we've gone through. Um, but you know there's something up to be said about let's not discount leather because for example i don't think in this country beef production is going to slow down or stop anytime soon i think that's going to be true worldwide and particularly because we're working so hard to be you know conscious about using the trash of that process I think our leather choices are the the sustainable option. They're the eco-friendly option. They are more environmentally sound. And that's something that we've been working very diligently on because we care about our environment. We care about the planet. We want to work on, you know, making things better. But we also don't have to sacrifice quality to do that. I think there are plenty of ways to find really good products that are really, really long-lasting and that are also, you know, environmentally sound and environmentally friendly. So, Check that out. Obviously, if you want to learn more about our specific process, if you have questions specifically for me about the process, you know, you want to do a little more research, feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to talk about, you know, what we do, where we come from, how we do it. Um, We obviously are working very hard to to be conscious of this and and we appreciate those who, who support that. Thank you guys for tuning in. We check back in next Thursday for our next topic and don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. You can also contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, call, email, direct message, all the usuals and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible but I do appreciate your patience. That being said, if you email us multiple times, what ends up happening is, is the newest email is where the position is in the inbox. So if you email multiple times it can push you a little further and they'll think because we try to go chronologically as much much as we can in the inbox so um you can obviously get a hold of us on our call our phone number for our company 414-434-9001 we do our best to answer it but it is just leah and i and we have a new baby so there may be times when we have to step away and take care of him we'll do our best to call you back as soon as we can if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. You can leave a review on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash You can read all of our reviews. You can also search MurdyCreative.co in the search bar and we'll come up. The reviews tab, when you go to our main page, is on the left side of the uh, the bar. You can see there's a reviews button. Click reviews. Then it says, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You can click yes and write your review. Or you can go read all of the wonderful reviews we have. Keeps me going and I love reading those myself. If you want to share this with your friends and family and you want to earn a little bit of revenue, a little bit of commission. Go check us out on Brand Ambassador. We actually have an ambassador app that we've been working really hard for. So you can go to murdycreativeco slash ambassador, murdycreativeco slash ambassador. You can also search us on social. In our website, the social bar has the ambassador link there. And uh, you can go apply and we'll be able to help get you set up. You can earn a little bit of commission. And it's a great way to share it with your friends. If you deserve it, a good review is really important on the podcast as well. So whatever you're listening on, go leave us a review on that podcast app. It really does help share with the new community. helps us grow. If you want to hear any topics up our podcast, you got something specific you want to learn more about, send me an email. You can always reach out to us, sales at murtycreative.co, and I would love to talk to you more about what we should do as a podcast topic. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.